Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Jew Hating Show. We are the only station Mark. on the air that is literally is not abashed about our hatred for the Jewish people. Um, contradictions at the low budget so I think we got it podcast. Oh, sorry, as 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 Charlie would say, the Jew Hating Show. Hate- <laughs> ah, we've got both well. of us on record saying it now, so we can both be incriminated. Can, but I only said it quoting you. But never know. There's no. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You, you forget that I have access Just to the. Just because I've quoted almost everything from <laughs> uh, Jekyll and Hyde does not mean I'm Robert Louis Stevenson. As ah. much as I am Robert Louis Stevenson. But you did not have access to um, particular values, which would put you in the place of Robert Louis Stevenson, but I have access to the master tapes, so I can just cut out the bit that says, in the words of, and then... um... (laughs) You can do, but then there'll be a splice in the podcast, and I'll be able to prove that to people. Ah, I don't don't think you'll be able to prove it. You won't be able to prove (laughs) it. I will seamlessly mix two sections together like no one has ever mixed two sections together before. I'm like a digital Nigella. Mixing things sexually and bisexually, mm. I mean, I'll give my dog a wink while I do it. A digital Nigella Lawson, yes, Nigella Lawson. <laughs> the um, the strangest shit. I like watching Nigella one because she's a very attractive 60 year old lady what's her name uh what's her name oh uh, Jillian Ant- uh, Jilli- you mentioned no. her what? you mentioned did her, not mention yes, her. You, yes you did you said vanessa kirby makes margaret thatcher hot i wrote that no, down i in didn't the podcast. say vanessa kirby i said Jillian anderson not vanessa <laughs> what's the kirby got to do with anything i swear you said vanessa kirby or maybe Where that's did just you get- where did you get Vanessa Kirby? I swear from? Vanessa Kirby plays Margaret Thatcher in The Crown. No, she doesn't. She plays um what's her name in The Crown? The other one. You know the one. The oh, other that one. one. No, I, I, of course I don't bloody know. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> Either way, it's Gillian Anderson, not Vanessa. Where are you getting Vanessa Kirby from? That's a very specific actress for you to mention. Actually no, okay no, I, I, no, I, 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 I knew she was in the crown. I, I thought it was Margaret Thatcher. Why? I didn't but even no, know she was in the crown. No, it was, it was, me. it was podcast legend Massive Croc's birthday, and we watched the Mission Impossible films, and Vanessa Kirby oh, yeah, was in the sixth one. Ah, oh, the sixth one. Is it the best? No. Is it the worst? No, but according to Jamie Graham. Not that Jamie Graham, another Jamie Graham from How like the Jamie Daily Star. How many Jamie Grahams do you know? Too many. Too, too, too many, many Jamies spoil the Graham. They, they do. <laughs> uh, where are you, Mission Impossible? Do you like Graham and eggs? Hey, oh. that's a callback <laughs> to the end of last week's episode where we spent five minutes doing piss poor Dr. Swayce ripoffs. <laughs> And yes, that's how you. That, yes, that's how you pronounce his name, Doctor Swayce. I am gonna say it correctly because I'm a prick. Uh, I can't find it. 
yeah, this it's is like really... on the on the front cover of the uh, DVD. It's got the best mission yet from Jamie Graham, <laughs> and I know that doesn't. Um, I don't know. I know that doesn't mean a lot to many people. There's a kid at our school called Jamie Graham who. Hello, Jamie. You're a bit of an oddball. Well, I don't know if you <laughs> insulted him there or not because your audio cut out. So either you said something really nice, <laughs> because all I heard was, uh, "But Jamie, you're a bit of a." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That's all I heard. So I have no idea. Yeah, I think I prefer it that way. Let's. Uh, it's like let's ooh, leave it like the mystery. That. Was it an insult or was it a compliment? Like ninety nine percent of the time, it's going to be an insult and not a very good one by your standards. Oh, I just insulted the insulter. What are you going to do about that? You Nazi punk. I'm going to insult you later in the podcast. That's what I'm going to do. Your connection is awful. Oh, oh I know it's, why. It, uh, it, frankly, I'll go as far to say it's abhorrent. Right, right, right. This is a lot better, isn't it? Hello? See, this is what Hello? I mean, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this, your, this is a lot better, right? Uh, I, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> right, no, 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 no. Basically, no, I had a bit of trouble joining the voice school, so I switched over to data. But I, swatched, uh, I forgot to go back to Wi-Fi. Ah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, only the highest production values here on the the, the Jew. I realise um calling you a Nazi punk coupled with five minutes before I introduced <laughs> us as the Jew hating segment really isn't a good um way to right. make a case that we are not the leaders of the new Third Reich. It would actually be the Fourth Reich thinking about it, wouldn't it? Or the Fifth Reich if you've watched Those Brothers. You're still cutting out again, so I have no idea what you're saying. It's either really <laughs> no! racist. The hell? It's either really racist or beneficial to your case. <laughs> no, it's neither. Have you gone into a different room than usual? No, I'm... I'll tell you what. Right. Let me, let look. Um, Studio alterations with William Hunt. Not sure Ooh. if that made a noise, but there we are. Right. This might be better. What did you I change, am... my ass? Well, I just realised there was a massive pile of washing uh, between the router and where I am, so I moved it. And now there is, like, a clear straight line, two metres apart, because the router might have coronavirus. The and router bam. might have coronavirus. The router might have coronavirus. How does never that know. work? Uh, it's uh, 5G towers. They are connected to You're my still router. cutting out, so I, I don't think you've what solved the problem the by any stretch. Hmm. Oh, wait, one tick. Go on, disconnect and then reconnect I'm... again. Come That's on. fine. We'll get, we'll get you... back to it in Ooh. a minute. Ah. No, 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 ah. I'm, I, no I'm, I'm running with this. If I cut out again, I will disconnect, but I'm running with this. I think I've solved the problem. Well, you're still disconnecting, so I have no idea what... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, William Hunt has disappeared from the face of the universe, and he's back. Right! Ah! Hello! I am Better. back. Welcome back to the low budget. I think we got it podcast. Oh, wait, no, I'm Woo! a bit late for that, aren't I? Woo! We're back. We're better than ever. It's <clears> one <throat> week. It's one week until... It's December next week. It's almost December, which means it's almost time for Christmas-based podcasts. Think calendars. 
Advent what? calendars are coming back. They're coming back stronger than ever. In your calendar yeah. on the door number one, you have the first strain of the novel coronavirus. <laughs> on the door number two, you have the second strain of the novel coronavirus. This is all part of the government's plan. A uh, herd immunity program. You, so, you might, you're, you're still cutting out, Will. You're still cutting you've out. You've got we, to be joking me. Uh, I'm not joking. I wish I was joking. Seriously, okay. I, I wish okay. I was joking. Right, right. Contingency plan. I'm going to restart <laughs> Discord. And then if that fails, I'm going to restart my phone. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, this might be a long haul episode here. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of these ones where I end up talking for 40 minutes about hedgehogs and why they're dying out of wildlife whilst Will resets his phone frantically and tries to plug the Ethernet into the lightning port. <laughs> no, we should. I we may should or may not have done that in the past. Have you tried to do that? Probably. Oh my it god. Wouldn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me. It sounds like <laughs> a me thing to do. Yeah, we should. <laughs> For Christmas, we should get you a Wi-Fi extender just so you can get full cover. <laughs> but don't plug it in in a different area to your house. Plug it in right next to the router so you just double the signal. <laughs> have, have I been cutting out at all? No, actually. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with don't, it then. Don't, yeah, don't jinx this. I won't. Nothing has been ju- jinxed. That was not me well, cutting that, that was me hiccuping. Will, for the low, low price of £90, we can buy you an Ethernet to iPhone adapter. <laughs> 90 quid, right, and Jesus I'm not even Christ. being funny, but it's not, like a, it's not like a big dongle, really. It's not anything special. I'll send you a picture of it. 90 quid they're asking for this. It's basically two ports whacked next to each other. It is absolute shambles. I'll tell you for what. If p- people that well, know that me for know... Ni- for all that for 90 quid. It's not even 10 quid. centimetres long. No, it's basically as long as, I don't know, um, OJ Simpson's penis. Not even that, probably. It's probably shorter than <laughs> OJ Simpson's penis. How do you but feel... But larger pain- than Mr. Liddell's. Oh... <laughs> Folks, I do not want you discussing the size of my member, but I can only set that straight by myself. Meters is an understatement. Miles is more correct to the truth. Let's not fall down that wormhole again. <laughs> Let's not fall down. No, no. We're going to get out of that one. We still can. Uh, no, I, I realised that I mentioned that, but then I, I completely forgot that that wasn't on last week's podcast. That's what we said right after it. <laughs> and uh, <Yeah. laughs> I tried referencing See, the, someone, the thing, uh, something that no one knows. The thing is, I think the school know about our podcast. So if they listen to last episode where we talked for ten minutes about the size of Miss Lovedell's penis, no, no, we are absolutely no, we no, no, because we kicked Craig out, Craig out, and that's where we started talking about it. So now you've just let it all go that we talked about it. No, we did. No, we didn't. Did we not? I'm 99% no, sure it was that at was the end. recorded. No, because I, yet again, had more bladder problems. You had to dash. Oh, yeah! And... Oh, I remember now! <laughs> Whoops! Whoops! 
Sorry. I didn't even mean to do that. I, I was genuinely under the impression that we spent a good five minutes doing that last Same. episode, but we did it that, after the that, thing ended. That's what I thought until I just said it. Yeah, I was we like, just oh, exposed God. ourselves massively. <laughs> low budget. Can you imagine the low budgets get cancelled by Beauchamp's high school SLT? <laughs> oh. See, I can just imagine us now sat in an SLT meeting, having to listen back to what we just said and having to explain because there's no other evidence for it anywhere. So I would have to do the voice and go, this is what we were doing in private last time. And we thought we'd done it on a podcast, but we actually didn't. I think this because how do you justify something like that? Yes, we were exaggerating. I mean, it might be flattered actually that we exaggerated the size of his penis, but he also might be a bit disappointed. We exaggerated it. It's a difficult one, isn't it? It's a difficult thing. Is it? There's a there's a fine line between um, ten meters and eleven in length of his penis. Oh, back at it again. Back at it again. Well, you're you're still cutting out, by the way, so there's no... For God's sake, right. We're not getting any any content from you. Restart uh, Discord, restart Discord. Ladies and gents, I'm very sorry for um, William's issues, um, mental issues. I'm probably sorry for the most. Technical issues probably come at a solid second, and um, basic communication skills coming at the third. Yeah, I'm sorry for all of those things. It's hard to apologise for a person who defies apology, who you apologise on their behalf for one thing, and then they do ten more things which warrant another ten apologies. Exactly. I think it's best that we just apologise for him, like on his deathbed, and do it all in one. <laughs> I've got no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> it, it is scary. Hello, hello. Is this just podcast dead space? Ah, oh, can I hear a thing? I don't know if Craig is picking this up. I can't hear you. My internet works. Well, people, I think I am actually on the low budget, so I think we got it podcast time. Very sorry uh, for what's happened to Charlie. I don't quite know what's going on. In fact, I am quite ha- uh, don't know what's going on with me. All I know is that Discord is picking up my voice. So, um, what is there to talk about? Well... I will talk about um, this week um, uh, in my life because I've got nothing else interesting to talk about. So, uh, what's, what happened? My, uh, our school, as many avid viewers might know as Beauchamps, um, it, uh... Where was I going with this? Right, it um, released a letter last Friday saying that all sick form... Um, students will be placed on study leave right before their mocks, which doesn't sound too bad until you realise that we're not actually supposed to be on study leave and our school was prioritising year seven, eights and nines over sick form, which was uh, very aggravating, actually. Um, so, yeah, I have been stuck at home revising every day for my mocks, which really isn't that fun. But... Uh, I have, in the meantime, re-picked up Pokemon, uh, which is all well and dandy. Um, I am uh, just going on it occasionally, and it is pretty fun. Um, This is the least exciting thing I could possibly be talking about. So, 
let's see. What else is there? Boating. Why not? Boating. That seems to herald good stories. Right. What do I talk about? Um, uh, da, 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 do I have any cool boating stories? Um, oh, that Charlie is right, right old twit, isn't he? This is why I've always said it. Uh, oh, Pope and me tearing into his leaves. Oh, well, thank yeah, you, Pope. You said, thank you. You said the Pope. <laughs> no, I said the Pope. Has blessed us again. <laughs> thank you, Pope. The Pope Grace is to real. Thee. Grace to thee. The Pope was, um, was, wasn't busy on Instagram liking um, pictures of fat ass, so he thought he'd hop over to Discord <laughs> to <laughs> drop great <laughs> The low budget, so I think we got it for podcast endorsed by the Vatican. <laughs> the Vatican has given us considerable amounts of oral sex. <laughs> oh, topical, topical, tropical, tropical. The Pope in a Hawaiian shirt. That is have very you, tropical. Have you ever imagined that? I, I, I can't say I have, but I am now. Have you ever seen the video of the um of the? Have you ever seen the video of the priest that gets um pushed off the um the stage whilst he's giving a sermon? <laughs> have you never seen that? Uh, I've never seen that. That that sounds. It's beautiful. the greatest. It's it's the funniest thing ever because this woman. I'm gonna try and find the video to send to you. Because it's the best thing ever. Um, this guy is just giving um, like a speech. Just like this, this priest, just giving a speech on stage, and then this woman comes in and throws him right off the stage as the best thing ever. <laughs> right. The power of Christ compels you. I say, the power of Christ compels me to live under God. Live as God's lamb as he did on to you. The Holy Lord in the Spirit of Christ. Ah! Uh, that was um, an interpretation of church. Church. What's church? I don't know. It's a lot of rubbish, isn't it? Uh, Charlie, I'm very concerned what church-like experiences you had when you were younger. Well... I went to a Church of England school, and it was um, nothing like that at all. It was um, some people who worked at the school who weren't actually religious trying to teach us all about religion. And you can imagine how well that goes when you've got people in charge who are not religious in any sense of the word trying to teach 300 kids the power of Christ. So you this get some... priest in the video you sent me looks like King Harold from Shrek the Third. That's a very specific reference. <laughs> I like the reference though, specific. Yeah, that, that video is one of the greatest videos of all time, I'm convinced of it. Because right. it's hilarious. He, he's just talking, I, I, I can't hear what he's talking <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> did, you, did you see her come and push him off stage? <laughs> yeah. He's going like, Here got this, ah, no, I'm trying to be some more. It's the greatest video ever. I just—it's a crowd reaction of like, "Oh my god, that's a messenger from God." She just pushed <laughs> a messenger from God. God, I like the idea that the 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 the, 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 the woman who pushed the guy off stage was the messenger from God, telling him to hurry up and get on with it. <laughs> God's got bad things it. to be doing. God said, "F off." Do you yeah, really think I meant that when I got on. that? 
Do you really think I meant that when I got Gertrude to write the Bible? No, I bloody didn't. When I when I impregnated a thirteen year old girl in in the start of the New Testament, I never thought that this it would end up like this. What are these black people in church? That I... is is from the, it's not a racist thing. That's a perspective from um, the church because the church is actually quite a racist organization. Funnily enough, as oh. for a, for a religion that's like it, it, love your love thy neighbor. It's like love thy neighbor unless they're Asian. <laughs> love thy neighbor <laughs> unless they smell like anything that isn't made with salt and bread. Love this thy neighbor <laughs> unless they do not measure on the white scale. Thank you. Right. Love what was I going to say? Neighbor. <laughs> I Unless am God. I am omnipresent, and so is my schlong. So shut up. <laughs> my schlong <laughs> is so omnipresent. Hey, you have got to shut up. <laughs> I've got it in your rear. I've got it in your mouth. I've got it in her rear. Oh, I've got it everywhere. I've got it everywhere, not because I want to, but for simple management purposes. <laughs> Let's do the admin. Mark your height perpendicular to my penis. Uh, I'm about there, God. Where's about there? Um, I don't know, but might I just say that this is one of the least impressive schlongs I have ever seen, God. Oh! <gasps> God, you are a small, tiny penis man. He, yeah, he's, he's got a, he's got a microphallus. There's no other word for it. A microphallus. Well, I don't like hearing you as much as it's as much as the idea of God having a micro penis is funny. You saying the words microphallus sort of put me off eating for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm doing my job correctly. <laughs> It means that you're going to be responsible for another suicide if you're not careful. Oh! Oh, okay, boy. No, 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 I've got, I've got to explain because I don't think the audience might know this one. Um, I have not been responsible uh, for a suicide in the past, but we do say that I have caused <laughs> quite a few... Uh, <laughs> Why uh, of listeners need to clarify? <laughs> Why? Because that's like no, because there's going to be some gullible ass sod who listens to our podcast. It's like, oh, re- oh, William drove someone to suicide. Great. So insult Maybe. our listeners, yeah, Will. All of those gullible people have just tuned out now. I'm you a gullible, gullible sod. Yeah, but that doesn't count. You're not trying to retain yourself as an audience. We are. <laughs> We really, we really well, don't do anything to make our audience feel welcome whatsoever. We talk about subject matter that only we find interesting that relates entirely well, to us on a very specific level, and then just call it a day. That's it. Okay. Well, no well how about no? How how about we make that change and we will introduce the low budget? I think we got it doormat. And this yeah. this is a a project to make our audience feel welcome by not insulting them every ten seconds, and instead insulting what they want us to insult. So, listeners, if you've got something that you want us to insult, uh, tell us what it is, and we'll insult it for you. Yeah, drop us, drop us a, uh, drop us a fax. 
Uh, you can send us a fax. <laughs> we love we the own... fax. Don't send us an email. You'll get twat if you do that. No, send no. us a fax. We, we only fax. accept correspondence through fax, pigeon, or missing in action telegrams. Those are the only three correspondence we will accept. We will accept yep. maybe Morse code if it's done with panache and flamboyance. Uh, I uh, will also be in accepting flags, pr- providing you do it from a rooftop with a police officer shouting at you. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of a rooftop <laughs> with a policeman shouting from another rooftop, just sort of slightly across from that said rooftop, and it's like, wait, I'm going to put the mic far away. Oh! Oh! Oi! Oi! Get down! Oi! Oi! Charlie, you'd, you'd make an incredible police officer. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's all I do. I should try. I should just abandon all my career path, train for five years to be a police officer, and then my first sign of danger on the job. All I don't help out in any way. I just go. Oi! 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 That's dangerous! Oi! Oi! <laughs> that's it, that's all I do. Three police officers are murdered in cold blood. Oi! <laughs> you shouldn't have done that! No, that's dangerous! Oi! That's dangerous! <laughs> You get, <laughs> you get you get called in to be a witness at court and you see the culprit and you just shout at him oh! <laughs> at the funeral of your three fallen comrades that trained you for five years you're asked as the person that saw them in action last to give a speech oh! <laughs> I know. you should you should just chase the person who's giving the service around the hall just shouting yeah. at them oh! The priest the priest tries to give the funeral. <laughs> and Dave was a wonderful Oi! 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 Excuse me, what are you doing? No, Dave was a That's wonderful dangerous. Who was well respected by Oh <laughs> Sit down Oh uh, the situations in which you can yell oi and it be interesting. I think ev- any situation you can put that in is hilarious. This is any true. situation. <laughs> you're um, you're doing your GCSEs, <laughs> and you need us. Yeah, you, you, you need an exam invigilator. So yeah, you <laughs> run out of paper. The hall is silent. You're an hour thirty into an, the hour forty exam. You've sat there. You need another bit of paper to finish your exam. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Just as loud as possible. <laughs> I need some more paper! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and now, now two of them are running over to, running over to stop you. That's dangerous! <laughs> oh! Your nan has no. just been hospitalised. 
She's fallen in the snow. She's walking to deliver your presents to you on Christmas Eve as a young child. She's walked all the way over. She's so excited to see you open your presents. Your nan, she's 70. She loves you with all of her heart. She's walking over. Oi! <laughs> she slips on the ice. She's fallen. <laughs> she's broken both her hands, her legs, and has suffered massive internal bleeding. I'm not sure how, but she has. They're loading her into the ambulance. She's whisked away to hospital, into the oi, depths oi, of the oi, hospital. Oi, 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 oi. <laughs> Great addition. <laughs> she's whisked away into the depths of the hospital. On Christmas Eve, late at night, there's only two officers in the ward making sure that she survives. The heart rate monitor. Oi! Oi! <laughs> Oi! And then you're running, you're running through, you're running through this hospital. All these patients alone on Christmas Eve, you see your nan out the corner of your eye. Oi! <laughs> ah! She hates you because you literally ruined her life when you yelled oi two hours prior to this. Your nan is gone into intensive surgery. She needs this operation to survive. There are six doctors around her working tirelessly to implement the new systems and tie the tubes that, me that will mean she survives. There's silence in the auditorium. Oi! Oi! I've only put 30 minutes on the ticket. I'll come back tomorrow. Your nan dies alone. The end. Now, if that <clears throat> isn't a Christmas miracle, I don't know what is. No, uh, no I, 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 I will now give my own adaptation of I'm the so Christmas sorry. miracle. Right. Hello? Yes. Oh, never mind. Right. Sorry, I, I've heard a bit of echo. Right, so... You're you're an adult. It's uh it's uh one of one a one a.m. on Christmas Day. You have just stolen a gift from another person's house because your child wants it and you couldn't find anywhere. And suddenly you hear it. Oi! <laughs> that police officer is chasing you. You don't know what to do. You run. You turn the corner, and there's another one. Oi! <laughs> you you run back out. You now realise that the one that said oi first, there's now two of them. And they're both saying oi! And you keep on running, and eventually you get to a roundabout, and there's a policeman going oi! at every exit, and you have to brute force it past one of them. You do. You get to the co-op car park, and in every single co parking space, there is a police officer sat down, and they say oi! And your life ends. <laughs> Your life just ends. <laughs> you just straight die. It's, That's the best. It is. That, like that should be an anti-thieving advert. I've done the anti-littering advert in the past. It worked to treat. I, I stopped world littering altogether. And now I think I've got the idea to stop world crime. Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't actually seen any litter since that. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> It really exactly. did have a profound effect on society, you know. <laughs> oh, I what can I say? I I stopped. I stopped world littering. I will stop world theft. And then, if there's any other thing you want me to stop, I will stop it. Hard cut to a graphic gay porn scene. <laughs> ten Wait. minutes prior. Ten minutes prior, the wife of the husband in the porno had just left to get the grocery shopping. As the wife, 
Janet leaves the house to get the grocery shopping for her husband for Christmas. Round through the back door, a little twink boy sneaks in. (laughs) He sees the husband. The husband sees the twink boy. Their eyes meet. They gaze down at each other's crotches, and both of their crotches glow, and it makes the sound hummina, 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 like in that cartoon Bugs Bunny. And so they Why do get I feel it. like you're reading an actual book? This is. This is my new book. Um, <laughs> ah. they, um, they look down at each other. They look up at each other. They look down at the floor and go, you know what? We're going to have anal sex. So they stripping down. They're stripping down their clothes until there's nothing left. They're standing there full on naked and they run into each other. Well, no. The new twink boy... Stand, like bends over on the puff on the settee with his like anal cheeks spread wide and um the the guy the husband of the wife has left is um is running full force into um this this boy like across like through the hallway through the lounge and penetrates him and explodes and they're having sort of orgasmic anal sex and um then then uh, he doesn't realize but it's been 3 hours <laughs> And the wife has returned. And he looks out the window. And his wife looks up at him. Oi! Oi! Put a condom on! That was way way too much (laughs) build-up. Yeah, I know. I don't really know where I was going with it in the first place. Uh, I, 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 may, I may or may not have zoned out after guessing the general gist. <laughs> I really could have just gotten hard cut anal sex. Oh! <laughs> that would have been enough to tell you the entire story. Exactly. Smash cut to 90. Smash mouth? <laughs> Sma- hard cut. Smash mouth to 2019. Yeah. <laughs> Smash cut uh, Hard cut To December To September the 11th 2001 New York City The Twin Towers still stand Victorious Whoa. I know where this is going. People are working in their offices <laughs> The 11-11 plane Has just taken off For New York airport For JFK airport the people in the offices of the Twin Towers turn around. They see a plane is heading towards them. Oi! Oi! I think we're going to be late home from the office. The planes are heading ever closer to the towers. And while the first one crashes into the tower. Oi! Oi! I think I missed the landing spot. Oh, my GPS is broken. Oh, you killed my boss. President George Bush is reading to a bunch of kids in a local library. His aide comes up to him. He's supposed to talk to him quietly so as not to scare the children. He comes up to him whilst he's reading and goes, The Twin Towers! They don't exist anymore! And that 
It's a Christmas miracle. There are no words. There I feel like we no might words. be on several hit lists now. If if you get the so, CIA knocking at your door, uh, everyone, William's address is <laughs> postcode S. No, 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 no. <laughs> we you, should just you, dox you, you one me, day. I will oust you. You oust me? I will kiss you. And I won't what? just kiss you. I'll kiss you with my gun. And by kiss you with my gun, <laughs> I mean I'll pop a... It between your bollocks. He looks more like a peeled boiled potato. <laughs> you know, um, have you ever seen his show Mock the Week? Uh, I have seen clips, a lot of clips of Mock the Week. Do you know the, um, the You know the host, Dara O'Brien? <laughs> yes. He looks like um, he looks like uh, someone has let the air out of Dara That's what his comments looks like. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. He looks like a sort of, he looks like a testicle gone wrong. You know, you know what he looks like. He looks like you know. Have you ever seen that thing where it's like a uh, computer generated? If the Simpsons were real people. It's like if Megamind was a real person, that's what he would look like. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't diss Megamind like that. I don't no. care. Megamind sucks. It's a rubbish movie. <gasps> there, I said oh it. Oh my god! I said it. I said you're it. A Go on. Terrible person. I know you're Go a terrible on. person. To rape begin me. With. Go on. Rape me with your words. Rape me with your words. Molest okay. my mouth. Go okay, on, okay, I said it there. Okay, I said right, it, you Nazi right, punk. Right, I'm going to shave off all your hair, all, like, individual 50-centimetre strand of it. Then you I'm going never... to wrap it... I'm going to wrap it round a rod and stuff it up your rear. I'm going to send it so far up I can use you like a hand puppet. And then the I will take most you... Fairy <laughs> <dildo>. <laughs> Then I will take you to the Tower of London, where I will dangle you by your small intestines, where you will hopefully be mocked, and hopefully a policeman will shout, Oi! Oi! Just to make up for it. Oi! <laughs> and then don't I will say, the this, jewels. this is what happens when you don't like Megamind, and then suddenly... Megamind will be playing in the National Theatre, they'll just get this 1990s TV on a trolley, and they'll just play Megamind, and uh, be, it'll be a beautiful moment. Not for you, but for everyone else. <laughs> you know, I mean, about, after all of that has happened to me, this long and 
very involved <laughs> torture, which you know what, I don't think you have the effort to fulfill because the amount of permits you need to get to make that work in modern city planning is going to be through the roof. You spend 90% of your what time do you doing mean, the paper. permits. You need permits to hang me places. No, not from your small intestines, I don't. <laughs> Only from the bee intestines. Come on, you're going to need to pay a £25 permit if you're going with the bee intestines. Small intestines, fine, just make it quick. <laughs> you know, I would like to be hung, drawn, and quartered. This does not surprise me coming Can from you. Can we arrange that? Can we arrange... <laughs> Next I'll, week I'll on the podcast, <laughs> I get hung, drawn, and quartered <laughs> to your entertainment. <laughs> Oh, for my entertainment. Yeah, for your, <laughs> for your entertainment. <laughs> we should do it, but the audience can't even see it because it's not a video podcast. <laughs> we should do one episode where it's a video podcast and then just never do it again. Didn't we already try to do that where we... But the camera just kept failing on us and then it yeah, was just my tried. face. And then I was like, we oh tried. God, it's Will's face. So oh, you know what we to... can do? You know what we can do? What can we do? Because we are... Uh, lockdown is ending soon. Yay! Huzzah! That means we can do an in-person podcast again. That does. Could, yes. We should, do a, we should do a live stream podcast. We don't have the things to be able to do that. Yes, we do. Do we? Yes, we do! Live stream podcast. Live. God, stream. I can't think of anything God. worse. <laughs> it's bad enough. <laughs> like this. Yeah, alone being live. Oh, we're totally doing a live stream podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Should we do it on our Facebook page? Go live yes. on Facebook. Yes. yes. Calling we... all Karens. Yeah, let's do... let's totally do that. We're gonna do a live stream, right? By simply being on this call, you have agreed to do a live stream podcast. I see. <laughs> I wish that was the way the law worked. <laughs> if you are here, you agree to this thing. Also, that is how a lot more molestation would happen. Isn't that what terms and conditions and privacy policy are? If you are here, you agree to this. <laughs> yeah, that's literally privacy policy. That's You're on my website. To enter the website, you have to <laughs> click OK. But when you click OK, that is also saying you sign up for the Whoa. terms and conditions. And in the terms and conditions, it's saying in 10 days' time, you will be abducted and sold off to Libya to become a farmer. A Libya short of farmers? Probably. They've, they've, I'll tell you what, they've got short farmers, I'll tell you that much. Whether they're short <laughs> of farmers, I don't know. <laughs> farmers are really short. <laughs> I just googled Libyan farming and you're right, they're really short! <laughs> what? Is this something that you actually knew or just something that you were saying? Some I'm, kind I'm, of I'm, 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 I may or may not have known the uh, average height of Libyans at one point in my life. Why? <laughs> what is the now. average? I, I, I just remember it being quite small. <laughs> no! <laughs> No, they've grown. They've grown. <laughs> Have they? In um, you know what I can tell you. When did you? What year roughly did you last know the rough height of Libyans? Oh God, that was 
it was probably year five, I think. So when was that? Twenty twenty thirteen. Okay, because I've got the years, and each year has an average of the height of Libyan farmers. Mm. And I can tell you what: in twenty thirteen, they were um, <laughs> the average height was five foot. <laughs> 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 and bear this in mind, 70% of the population is men. <laughs> five foot, it's like the it's tallest five person. Foot. Five foot. <laughs> and you know what? In 2020, the average height of Libyans is, is five foot nine inches. Five and nine in seven years. Those Libyans have inches. really gone up in the world. That is really impressive, Libyan standards. I was gonna say because like they were small in 2013. I remember that, but like oh, they were damn, they've grown. You know what? <laughs> Do you want to guess what the average size of a farm is in Libya? Oh, um, one acre. Uh, one acre. One acre. One acre. One acre. Good acre. Mr. Fidaker, hello. <laughs> I can tell you what, that Libya, I'm just trying to work out the um, square footage of Libya. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's, okay, so Libya is, um, how do you do kilometers squared to um, he- uh, hectares? Hectares? Do you mean hectares or acres? I meant hectares, <laughs> I don't know why I said hectares. <laughs> <laughs> right okay so I'll, 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 do no, I'll find it out I'm so close what, one closest... point square tectors I think I've got it right okay so there is um. so for every square kilometre there's 100 hectares so there's uh, yep. 176 million hectares in uh, Libya and nice. uh, the average size of a farm in Libya is about 11 hectares. 11 hectares? Alright, let's do That's hectares. That's a big farm! That is. That's a big hectares farm, ladies and to acre. Send 11 hectares. hectares. That's 27.18 acres. Oh, fuck off. What is going on in Libya? I thought those guys were poor. God's sake, Libya. I'm not being funny, right? But I know it's not Tell good to wish poverty on anyone. But, but I think they're getting a bit too confident. You know what I'm saying? Right. Here we're going to call out Libya and everybody called Libby. Yeah, and Labusha. We're going to call out Labushas <laughs> right, as well. Labushas. Yeah. I don't know anyone um, called Labusha, but I'm not sure You're likely care. small, and there's at least eleven hectares of land inside your body. Did you hear that, Libby? I don't know any famous Libbies. I know a single Libby at PQA, and I'm so going to say that to her. She's tiny. You're going to tell her that inside of her body there's a... Well, actually... 11 hectares of land. I don't think she even knows me that well. Spread out her intestines. If you spread out all of her intestines, (laughs) then you might be onto something. I know. I'm not sure if it's quite... I'm from the Tower of London. I'm going to I'll take that, when I'm done with you, I'll take that rod covered in your hair out of your rear. Then I'll, I'll just put it That's on the like, um, That must be the um that must be the um the world's worst 
<laughs> Must be the world's worst <laughs> dynamo magic trick. <laughs> I am going to dangle 11 hectares of intestines from the Tower of London. <laughs> Eat me or forever stay in peace, you nonce. You know, it's like, um, I don't understand why we've got this far being who we are, you know? Exactly. That we've we've had no right to do this. But we do have a very good saying. Yes, go on. A little bit of oh, Natalie no, no, Cassidy no. goes the, an even, goes little, an even away. little away. That is the greatest phrase ever. I'm gonna start using <laughs> that in conversation from now on. <laughs> Things to use in conversation. One, eat out my ass. Number two, <laughs> balls to the wall fun. Number three, a little bit of Natty, <laughs> Natalie Cassidy goes an even little away. It's so good. Do <laughs> so we could get Natalie Cassidy on the podcast? Oh, God. Right, I'm going to find her on Instagram right now, and I'm going to send her a message. I reckon she's on Instagram. Probably. Yeah, she's on Instagram. And she's Why the only hell got- does Hector have its own Wikipedia page? I don't, right, I'm going to send a video message to Natalie Cassidy. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Hi there, Natalie Cassidy. Uh, we are here on the low budgets. I think we've got a podcast. We're really big fans of you. We love your work. We love your work in EastEnders, especially Sonia. We loved it when you got banned for playing the trumpet. That was hilarious. And we'd wonder if you'd really love to do a short interview with us on the low budgets. I think we've got a podcast. Let us know if there's something you'd be interested in. Thanks. Bye. Have a good Christmas. Love you lots. Uh, I just sent that to Natalie Cassidy. Of course you do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to follow Natalie Cassidy to make it look like we're interested in her now. <laughs> Could you imagine if we get Natalie Cassidy on the podcast? That'd be quite funny. That would be the least impressive thing on the podcast. <laughs> oh god, that would be. <laughs> Could Can you imagine? imagine our first guest is Natalie Cassidy? Like, oh. You know what? That would just set a precedent for how crap we are. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, everyone knows her, but no one likes her. Imagine being so disliked by everyone. Now, she is one of the worst women. <laughs> Going back to the worst woman segment from last week. <laughs> Natalie Cassidy is one of the world's worst women. Natalie, if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> we'll say you love Natalie Cassidy. <laughs> Natalie Cassidy. There we are. Is that it? He just said her. <laughs> Wait, we have to do um the um the um I love you from Home Alone 2. Okay, okay. Get down on your ready? knees and tell me you love me. <laughs> right, you're gonna say Natalie Cassidy, I love you. You ready? Three, right. two, one. Natalie, Natalie Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah. I, I love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie. Cassidy. Oh, her name is so perfect. <laughs> I know it was you. I could smell you coming off the elevator. Oh, that's the best. Home Alone 2 is the best Christmas movie by any standard. <laughs> it's like everything about Home Alone 1 that is good, but better. You know what I mean? It, it, it is a good film. Do you get me, fam? Yeah. At midnight tonight, we're stricken, stricken. We're striking Duncan's toy chest. At midnight tonight, we're striking Duncan's toy chest.
Oh, we're the sticky, uh, like the the sticky bandits joke is one of the finest <laughs> bits of visual comedy. This side of their northern hemisphere. <laughs> yes, this side of the northern hemisphere. Don't question it. Accept it, you pods. I, I love the fact that the northern hemisphere is a hemisphere, so there is only one side to the northern <laughs> hemisphere. Technically, there are two. There are but two that's... sides. What do you mean? Well, because if you take a hemisphere, no, no, because if you take a hemisphere, that's two sides. You get the circular side, then you get the hemispherical side. If you side. take a hemisphere and take the hemisphere, if you take the hemisphere, if you shut up. Why is there a see also page on the Hector Wikipedia page? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We should add a. We should add our <laughs> bits under the Hector page. Can we add a, add a section called uh, War Crimes and Heresy? <laughs> no, get in this. In 1795, when the metric system was introduced, the air was defined as 100 square metres, and the hectare, hecto plus air, was thus 100 airs, or 100 kilometres squared, brackets 10,000 square metres. When the metric system was further rationalised in 1960, I've got rationalised. No one likes to... Oh, wait, no, it's a mention. Never mind. I, I like the idea of someone <laughs> rationalising the system going, well, yes, this is very good, actually, but, I mean, in practice, we've got to really understand the consequence. I like the idea of someone actually just rationalising it. And you got resulting in the international system of units. No, it's the uh, système international. It's French. But no, you've just did that, you bloody twat. Thanks because... for that pronunciation, Will. You really made us feel proper exotic there. I know. No, I'm telling you because the international system of units would be SU, well, ISU, not SI. System International. Oh, God. SI. God, God, God. Oh, no. Sometimes. Oh, God, it gets worse. It gets worse. What now? Apparently, there's a decare or a da. Uh. <laughs> DAA. Tenth of a hectare, or is it ten hectares? I don't know. Ah. I can't quite tell. Uh, no, it's a tenth of a hectare. A daa da. That's like when you're calling your um Swedish father. Can you help me measure our farm in Libya? You only need a one point five meter stick because everyone's under five foot. 1.5 meters. <laughs> I like the idea. You know those really small, like wheels that you did do, like where you'd wheel the thing across the playground to measure. You know those? Oh, I hated them. I like the idea of getting a very small one of them and going up the side of a Libyan man. <laughs> now we are reaching the apex of the Libyan man. <laughs> we are prepared to cross seconds. the precipice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the world's most crap Olympic Olympic sport. <laughs> Measure the Libyan man, or forever hold your peace. I'm not sure how familiar people are with the computer science term bubble sort, but it's a way of computers oh, organizing numbers. The best, yeah. isn't it? I reckon bubble sorting should be an Olympic sport. Like, genuinely believe that because it's <laughs> riveting stuff. It's so boring. <laughs> exactly. So boring. There is nothing more riveting than two people battling it out in a bubble sort. 
<laughs> the bubble saw is where people do battle to decide who is stronger. And that is why we need well, an Olympic sport. <laughs> well, I raise you chess. <laughs> nah, nah, forget chess. Chess is a the child's play. Bubble chess saw is, is where it's at. Do you really think the age-old game of chess has just been beaten by bubble sort? Yes, I They've gone, right, come on, guys, let's bubble sort these things into order. Come on. No, I I will tell you... No, no, I will will tell you why bubble sort should be an Olympic sport. First off... You can't tell me. No, I can. First off, watching people's hands write, like, a list of, like... Ten numbers really quickly. That's that's pretty interesting. But then they've got to keep doing that and circling different points. And you're watching two people really back out through this bubble sort. Not only that, but that you they could have to put it into ascending or descending order. And if one of them makes a mistake, that's going to be the funniest thing of their life because everyone's go just going to be the watching world. them do the bubble sort really quickly. But they're doing it in the wrong order. They're just wasting so much time. It's really embarrassing as well because you know you can't read ascending or descending. And oh, it's it's just perfect. I don't know why the Greeks didn't think of this back in 1896. When they remodernize the Olympics, I'm kind of well. They didn't. Re- well, the Greeks invented the Olympics. Exactly, but then there was a break. That was the ancient Olympics. But then there was a break until 1896 when they said, "You know what? Let's do this again, but get a yeah, bunch but- of countries in." So they did. Yeah, but that wasn't the Greeks. That was the Victorians. Nah, that was the Greeks. Queen no, Victoria was, was basically guy. dead by this point. She was died like five years later, so she's I basically dead. Guy, nah, someone just came up with an idea of Olympic torch, which is probably a terrible idea, but everyone seemed to love it. Well, I'm 99% sure that it's documented the fact it was some <laughs> random French guy, not the not the Greek. But it was it would no, it was hosted in Greece. Greece. Yeah, that's and because that's where it was originally. Exactly, but that French guy wouldn't be like, "Oh, Greece." Yeah, he was, because that's where it came from. No, he would have been like, "Oh, Greece," because he wanted he would have wanted to do it in France because he's French. I'm trying to find out what the name of this guy was. Zeus. Zeus. He descended from Olympia. Not that Olympia, the other Olympia. First modern, first modern games. Here we are. Let's find out the name it's of this. Eighteen ninety-six. I know that. I'm really scanning through to try and find out the name of this guy. I'm sure you Where are. Where is he? He's here somewhere. He must be here somewhere. There's no dun, way that he. Dun, 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 oh dun. yeah, Pierre de Coubertin. Yeah, that sounds Greek enough. French, well, he's French. <laughs> French Baron Pierre de Coubertin was um, a okay, French well, educator, no... historian, and founder of the Olympics. Okay, okay. So he had a fun that, expla- that explains why bubble saw isn't in the Olympics because the French don't know what's best. Well, the, the, you're blaming bubble saw not being in the Olympics because the French don't know what's best. Pierre Coubertin. Yeah. Pierre de Coubertin. It sounds like a ship uh, chef. A ship chef. 
A ship chef. A, sh- a ship 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 chef. Thank you for that. You know, at the beginning of this episode, I was trying to segue into the fact that it's almost Christmas. Uh, we never really got onto that, did we? No. Well, let me segue onto it now. It's Christmas. <laughs> so get your bubble sorts out and challenge your family. <laughs> and you're never going to have a more riveting competition. It, honestly, it's, 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 six hours. Scientifically proven to be better than Monopoly. Uh, what science? The science I just explained on the podcast. That wasn't science, you nonce. It was your own flawed logic. No, it was not. I'm sorry. But yes, I, I agree that anything is better than Monopoly, so technically you're right. Of course. But yeah, Honestly, this no, no, Christmas... no, challenge, challenge someone to a bubble sort. Get a list of like ten numbers. And challenge someone to a bubble saw, showing every stage of working out. It'll, you'll never have something more riveting in your life. So, your family come over on Christmas Day. They think they're getting a Christmas lunch. They sit down at the table. No, no Christmas lunch <laughs> for thee. Nay, I say, nay. You put down uh, a piece of paper in front <laughs> of them. Slam it down. There's a hundred numbers on it. You've all got pieces of paper. You sit down in silence. One of you whispers, Bubble sort. And the game begins. You can't get up until all the numbers are sorted. I mean, yeah, that's option one. Option two is replacing Christmas crackers with bubble sorts. And then you have to do the bubble sort, and then whoever does it first gets, like, what was in the cracker. (laughs) Another bubble sort. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you've got to do that bubble to try and get a chance for another prize that might not be a bubble sort. Uh, no, you get um, you get the answers to uh, the bubble sort in fifty bubble sorts time, but the answers aren't in the right order. You have to bubble sort the answers. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Bubble sort, what a man! An even better woman. <laughs> That doesn't necessarily apply to inanimate objects, but you know what? I'll take it on the chin. I'm sorry, but Bubble Sort can have my kids. <laughs> bubble Sort can have my um, pancreas. Yeah. I realise I said pancreatic pancreas. birthday cake. <laughs> it tastes like death. I realise I said pancreas. I realise I said pancreas, so it sounds like I said spancreas. Spancreas. So so if there's anyone out there called Rius watching, buckle up, big boy. <laughs> Why? Spank you later. Uh, guess what? Spanksgiving. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. It's Thanksgiving, you know, that, <laughs> that festival that literally nobody cares about because it's just an American thing, and we don't care about the Americans. No, no one cares oh, about are, the Americans. Are, are, wait, aren't are Americans like 50% of our... Viewer base. Yeah, we have like a lot of Americans. We, 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 lo- we, we, we love Americans. Americans are like great. They're, they're the best. Thanksgiving China, is my favourite holiday. Americans. Yeah, <laughs> Thanksgiving is my favourite holiday of the year. Oh, yeah, you know, every it? day, oh, every year. Oh, it's got a special place in my heart. It's got a special place in my balls. <laughs> I have got the words Thanksgiving, comma, it's a family affair full stop, uh, tattooed on my back and underneath that is a little picture of me having sex with a three-year-old. 
I've got that on my butt cheeks, but um, unfortunately, nice, I don't uh... have I don't have the three year old part in. But I do have a photo of um, uh, well, a tattoo of Donald Trump making passionate love to Poe from Kung Fu Panda uh, on my uh, left testy. Will stop. That's far too erotic for the podcast. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gents, when it gets to Christmas time, you might or might not know this, but William and I, me and William, we 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 play a game. We play a little game, don't we? A little little, little, little challenge, little, little challenge for Christmas. Little Christmas challenge we play. <laughs> it's called a bubble sort tournament. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to ruin the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was. A, I saw. I saw a moment. I. I. I it needed to be. Ruined. You saw your opportunity and you took it. <laughs> but did. yeah, we. There's a Christmas song called "Fairy Tale in New York" by the Pogues, and it's an insipid, dreadful song. And every year, we set ourselves a challenge to uh, see who can go the longest into December without hearing "Fairy Tale of New York" by the Pogues. And nor. And I think um, we started this like. Did we start this two years ago or three years ago? Three Must have been ago. like three years ago. Who won? The, I think I won the first time, right? Yeah, you did. Then the second time, uh, who won? Did you win the second time? I think so. Last year, we both lost. <laughs> At the, the same, same time, time, we were in the car going to film a bit, and <laughs> it came on the radio. <laughs> and I oh my thought, god, that was Fats and Bean, wasn't it? Yeah, it was when we filmed Fats and Bean. You know what? As we got in the car and I heard Christmas songs on, I was going to turn the radio off. But I didn't. I was like, you know what? There's no way. And like, as soon as the song that was playing finished, all we heard was da 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 da. da. And we looked at each other, and in that moment, you. We had lost. And then Jacob fucking Noble won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should oh, get him to a... play again this year, just for the fun of it, and then not tell him. Oh, oh the fun of the. Jacob Noble. The fun, the Jacob, but, but this year is going to be a very tense battle because we're probably going to be more inside than normal, depending on what happens with COVID, I assume, right? So there's Indeed. going to be more chance to hear it. If Actually, there might be less chance to hear it because, oh, no, I can't work out if there's more or less chance this year. One, because you won't be going out and accidentally hearing it. You can control the music in your home. But if you put on the Christmas radio or whatever, you're screwed. You know what I'm saying? Actually, are you? Because there's all of this controversy about the uh, the Pogues right now because of that one word. Yeah, what, what's happening with that is that the BBC are still playing the song, but with that word, like, cut out. So it's still the full song, but that's only the BBC radio doing that. None of the other radio stations. I see. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of dreading it. Because <laughs> I, I almost accidentally heard it the other day, and I was like, I know it's not December yet, but it's making me nervous. I know. Play, playing it early is never a good sign. When you hear... when you, when you, It's when you're in like the situation in which you least... like You've done something, you haven't... like. You've done something that you didn't need to do. You were just there because you're like, okay, I'll go along to this thing or I'll do this thing, whatever. And then you hear it and you know you full well could have avoided it. It's the most damning thing ever. You know, it's just the worst. It is the worst. 
but I I strive to maintain. I strive to be victorious this year. You know what? Because we haven't done it since uh, the beginning of this year, a person who wins becomes podcast king. There you go. Yay, podcast king. I'm feeling good about this year. I, I, I think I might be able to win it. See, I'm not feeling so good because um, normally in the run-up to Christmas before December, I have never heard the song before in November, but this year I've accidentally heard it once. So I'm kind of a bit nervous. Mm. But, well, you might take the cake, biscuit, I, Christmas cake. I could. Christmas cake. I could. Or, uh, you know, it's, it's a difficult... I, I really just don't like that song. <laughs> you know, it. I've become so anathema to that song that uh, that I just really have a disdain for it now. <laughs> oh, Christmas! What is it all about? I don't know. But um, we've been going. How long? We've been going for over an hour. I, Over I, I, an I, will hour. Tell you what, I will tell you what Christmas is all about. It's about Bubble Sort 2020 bubble sort. Christmas, sponsored by Bubble Sort. Can't, can't go wrong. It's, that was really nice. Thank you. The, really uh, nice. the, the Bible will be rewritten. Um, Shall we? It will, not, it will not say Jesus did, died or whatever. It said Jesus lost in a Bubble Sort tournament and had to commit suicide out of shame. <laughs> he literally put himself on the cross. <laughs> Right, here we go again. <laughs> now in the, now in the yeah, other I've, one. I've, I've lost. I lost the bubble saw. Did oh, someone put the crown of... No. <laughs> I lost myself. Uh, so I'm oh, going to have to uh, pee off again. So. Down <laughs> with great vent. If you do not comply, two, three of my. G D it It is the for Gladstone Crooks as I like to call them because they, they they gave me PPI. Do you reckon um, <laughs> do you reckon transgender people can claim they've been missold Pepe? Uh, if, oh, if 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 was... if if I, if I were, I would so do that. I'd go to court saying that I was missold Pepe. I was missold Pepe. Get like get like get ten quid in my pocket. Go go to McDonald's. Get large chicken nuggets and chips. And yeah. What would you Ooh, do with the chicken nuggets and chips? I would I would eat them. Um, uh, not not with my mouth, with a 
uh, were quite the opposite end, and I'd try and you move did, them um, up. You did um, the Boris Johnson intonation, then we went, I will leave them. I will not uh, eat it uh, with my, uh, my, my mouth, uh, because I will uh, quite uh, literally uh, eat it up the other end, because I am a coronavirus strand. Look at this uh, beautiful uh, blue passport. It is yes. uh, great. I, uh, I, 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 I love uh, Brexit because uh, Brexit. Brexit means uh, Brexit. Uh, yes. <laughs> did you see um, Boris's um, speech he did the other day? He was, because he was locked up in his house, he had like this dumb webcam that was running about 12 frames a second. And he had the, <laughs> and he had the Downing Street logo projected behind him. And the projector wasn't aligned properly, so it was kind of cutting over half of his shoulder, and it was too bright in the room, so you couldn't see the projection. <laughs> it's like if all the TV shows can record everything from home two weeks into lockdown, and they can still be on the air and running. If this morning can survive throughout lockdown, can they not at least get the prime minister a decent camera? <laughs> like exactly. it's not that hard, really. <laughs> He's addressing <laughs> 60 million people and they've given him this webcam that's running at 12 frames a second. Maybe they thought that um, Boris Johnson would look better in a lower resolution. They thought people would be distracted from his dumb ideas. And they, oh, you know what, actually, I don't think uh, the country has been laughing at us enough recently. Uh, I think <laughs> we should, um, I think we should use this dumb stupid dumb webcam with a 480 resolution the resolution was so bad it was insane you couldn't even see anything what was it dare i say it was it 240p it was 240 pp it was 240p it was no you know what it was probably about 480p maximum it was 240pp it was literally that's like 240 times missold pp and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's um let's uh, wrap this doozy up here, shall we? Should we wrap this doozy up? Yes, my 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 charger's not working, and my phone's on ten percent. So. Ah, oh, good timing there. <laughs> Heartbeats steadily increasing. <laughs> so lads and lasses, it's been a doozy. It's been a laugh. We've had a drink. We've had a bath. We've lived a lot. We've loved a lot. We've laughed at you. We've laughed at Libyan people's heights. Apparently. <laughs> Only in 2013, though, they've really cleaned up their act. <laughs> they've really uh, sewed they've them. They've bucked up. Literally, literally they've <laughs> bucked up. They've, um, they've risen to the challenge. <laughs> hey. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week with the first in our series of the Countdown to Christmas episodes, starting in December. Are you excited, Will? Uh, probably. <laughs> probably we'll find out so ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to this episode we're as grateful as ever for you we wouldn't be doing what we'd be doing if it wasn't for you um, actually that would probably be better if we weren't doing what we were doing <laughs> for everyone involved <laughs> but yeah uh, cheers I guess yes. got anything to add to that um uh, Pogoff Pogon but most Pogo. importantly, 
Pogue on uh, Pogue Smaug. for Max. I like that. That was really nice. Thank you. That I, made me feel I, warm I, and fluffy inside. I know. I worked on it for three seconds. <laughs> Absolute comedy bronze here on the podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do you know comedy what? Comedy tinfoil. I think we got it. I hate tinfoil packaging. It's so bad. And I hate Libyan men.